0: Have you ever felt like the work you were supposed to love is instead sucking your soul and you aren't making the impact you always dreamed of making? If so, you aren't alone. From broke and underemployed to six figures plus, powered only by daydreams and grit, I realized I was burning out and my values of freedom, purpose, and making an impact were taking the back seat to my wallet. I realized that I needed to build my own field guide to awesome from the inside out. So I gave it all up and I traveled the world to rediscover what was most important to me and create a business that filled my pockets, filled my soul, and allowed me to multiply my impact. But the question is, how will I do it? Join me on my journey and find out as we build our community of experts and share the secrets of success from the inside out. My name is Trina Serechia, and this is The Field Guide to Awesome. Hey folks, welcome back to The Field Guide to Awesome. In my last episode, I spoke with Judy Gallick. Judy is on a mission to reduce the rates of relapses through educating the family about the recovery process, teaching self-love and self-respect as a way to strengthen relations throughout the recovery process. If you missed it, make sure to go back and listen to that episode. But don't go yet, folks, my next guest is Laís Scordagagna. Laís is an astrologer and visibility coach. After getting recognition as the branding expert behind authentic brands like Kendrick Shop, Authentic Selling, and Make It Work Online, she heard the calling and took the leap to shine her own light and guide soul-led women in doing the same. Let's welcome Laís Scordagagna. Hi, Laís. I'm so happy that you came back to join me for another interview. I'm
1: so happy to be here again,
0: Trina. Last time we talked about what your experience with COVID has been um, and really what kind of helped you move out of it. I think that's so powerful. We also talked a lot about energy, really giving ourselves permission to take the next easiest small step. And I think that those are just so powerful. And everybody, if you missed it, make sure to go back and check out Lace's previous interview, but for this interview, I'd love to talk more about how you're serving people during this time of COVID-19, coronavirus, and two or three things that, that you could share with our audience to help them move past.
1: Mm. Yeah. So, uh, one thing that, uh, I haven't mentioned in the previous interview, is that i felt prepared one of the main reasons that i felt prepared uh during this time was because i've been through a lot worse believe me <laughs> mm. and uh for your audience uh for anyone who doesn't uh know me um i had a spinal cord injury uh in 2008 uh I'm a quadriplegic um and that experience really helped me uh, learn to come back to my essence because i lost the sense of who i was i lost uh the sense of who i was without the abilities that i had uh before that happened and i had to reinvent myself and reconnect with myself and at the time i was just uh, in college so i didn't have like an actual idea of who i was completely i didn't have like like as an, as an entrepreneur or something like that to hold on to uh I, everything that i created was after that mm. so it was really that work to become an entrepreneur was part of my spiritual path and actually i feel that entrepreneurship is a spiritual path um, and not only that last year I my dad passed and oh. I really felt that it was worse the worst moment of my life but also uh, when I got a guy that was closest to me because I still feel that my dad is always uh, guiding me and supporting me those experiences that were really tragic and brought so much suffering, um, also made me find my own medicine and find ways to thrive in moments of adversity. And uh, I learned to see beauty in the vulnerability as well. And that, of course, helped me show up for my clients in a way that I really can uh, and this is how I'm serving, show up in a way that I really can help them see that all the flaws, the fears, the difficulties that they feel and they see in themselves are actually just part of what makes them so unique and human and beautiful and embracing all of it to show up in a bigger way for their clients as well.
0: I think that's such a beautiful story. Such a beautiful story. I really connect with it deeply because I, we have so many things that are slightly common. For me, it was I was in my mid thirties and um, had a disc rupture between C four and C five, and I woke up one morning with my right arm paralyzed, and that was a huge. I mean, it's not as big as being a quadriplegic, but at the time I was a massage therapist and Uh. you kind of need both your hands (laughs) to do that kind of work. And I can laugh now, but at the time I had a major identity crisis because I had fully self-identified as being a massage therapist. Who was I if I was not Trina the massage therapist? and so that was a huge journey to rediscover who i was through that Mm -hmm. journey you know it's who am i now
1: i'm so glad you brought it up uh mine was c5 uh so very similar to yours and it that's the thing that people might uh not understand necessarily the feeling but you can imagine how just imagine how would it feel if one moment you're running and the other moment your whole body is paralyzed and you can mm-hmm. only move your head and all the implications that that this has to you you need help with even to eat you need yeah. help to do all the things that you would need uh you basically become a baby again and you need to learn to birth yourself yeah and that's what i felt and uh although i didn't have a professional or anything at the time i had all these dreams of what i was going to do and i felt that all this was ripped away from me Mm. but in of course i had the moment where i was freaking out like people might be freaking out right now as well but after that i thought okay Is there a way for me to just go back in time and undo this? No. So how can I do the best with what I got now?
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And how can I relearn how to be me uh, and use what I got with what I have now? And that was when uh, embracing being whole even in the flaws even in all those things started happening because i put myself the things that i really wanted and i let go of how things had to be for example one thing that i really wanted was to create my own path i want i didn't want to be working for someone uh, in something that I didn't believe. I wanted to do something that I really believe. And I also wanted to travel and I thought, how am am I going to travel now? But whatever, let's see how it's going to happen. And all of those things came in different ways that I would expect. And I hadn't thought I would become an entrepreneur at the time it actually uh ended up coming because i wanted to create my own um way of do uh what i was doing at the time and at the time it was a branding and uh creative direction and web design i changed it um, within the last uh, year so uh the astrology was part of my life for a long time but it wasn't the main thing in my business at the time. It was crisis time here in Brazil when I changed everything and went completely in my business. Risk take yep. here. Um, you went all so in. I went all in. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think that is beautiful.
0: We don't have success stories without also looking at where we struggled, what, what our challenges were, what we overcame. On one hand, I don't want to say, oh, you have to have struggled and have had hardship and have had tragedy to have worthy success, uh, because I think on social media, we see a lot of that where um, someone has had like this horrible tragedy or death in their <laughs> lives, and that story alone gets them to win American Got Talent, <laughs> right? Oh. And yes, and it's not to say that they don't also have talent, but the story um is so powerful. And what I see in some corners of social media where people just it's like, but I don't have a story like that. yeah, but I want to say to them that you you have your own unique story and you have your own unique challenges that you've overcome. Overcome, or that you are still to overcome, and you can't compare the the challenges that you're experiencing with somebody else's, because these are your challenges. These are the things that are difficult and um, overwhelming for you. And when you overcome them, you have created this incredible, incredible, powerful skill because yeah. you've overcome that and it has been transformational for you
1: oh thank you for uh saying this because too often we have imposter syndrome uh not only for having the flaws but also for feeling like oh my story is not as good as someone else's or i haven't been through this so how can i uh say anything or even someone who Sometimes people who are having even something harder than what I've been through, uh, but haven't went through the whole uh, thing yet and are not in the other side of it yet uh, and feel, oh, but I can't do this yet because I'm not there yet. Mm -hmm. Um, So we need to remember that we are all in different points of our own story, and there's yes. no need to compare with any other person. We all have, like I said, a story to share, and the important thing uh, in this is that is your story. It's being yourself, because it doesn't matter. It's not a competition of who had worse, right? It is about being human and being real and connecting with truth because owning
0: your own unique story
1: yeah and it's even the smallest thing that you might discount being like oh this is silly it doesn't mean anything if it was important for you if it had meaning to you if in fact it impacted your life People will feel that the energy, like, as we, talk, we talked about, behind it, even if it seems small.
0: Because if it's, even if it's small for you, the way that you overcame it could help other people transform their lives. Yeah. Just that one small little tidbit, that one little takeaway, if you share it and people hear it and it's like, oh, I'm experiencing the same thing. What if I use that strategy? And they use that strategy, and it transforms their lives. Yeah, you know. So often we, um, I talk about imposter syndrome. It feels like every single episode to some degree or <laughs> another. But it's a powerful, powerful experience. You know, who am I to do this? And I think it really has come very clear, at, at least during this episode. Who are you not to do this? Who are you not to yeah. share? your struggles and how you've overcome them, because there is somebody out there who needs to hear it, who's going through the same struggle, who's going through the same challenge or something very similar. And your strategy that you use to overcome your challenge might be the thing that gets them to transform theirs.
1: Yeah. And going back to business, the truth is People are tired of masks and perfect people, and um, I was going through this, and now look at me, right? Right. Um, you need to show the middle ground, the struggle, and everything else to really connect. And often, the this I tell to all my clients: often it's not how much of an expert. In your field, that makes people uh, want to hire you is something that is a lot more human that made them connect with you and feel that they can trust you. Yeah. So you own that. You own that for yourself and for them.
0: Yeah. And that you're a real human being. And that when you work together, they feel seen and heard, which I think is powerful. Yeah. What two or three takeaways could you share with my audience? I think we we spoke a little bit about this offline and being yourself. And I think we spoke a little bit about that just now that it's really easy to say, hey, just be yourself. And not yeah. always easy to do. Mm-hmm. Before we um, actually went live on the recording, we were talking about some of the takeaways that you could share and one of them was to be yourself. You know, it's really easy, super easy to say and not always easy to do, you know, because a lot of us, you know, we don't really, they don't know themselves because they keep parts of themselves hidden yeah. even from themselves. You know, you, you don't air your dirty laundry but you also hide it inside.
1: Yeah. Tell me a little so, bit
0: more about how astrology helps you unlock that.
1: Yeah, it's not always easy to allow ourselves to see all the parts of us, and uh, some people know uh, themselves pretty well, it's just that they don't like to show that much, but mm-hmm. uh, other people really hide even from themselves, like you said, and that's... So so true for so many people. I feel that sometimes it's a little bit about fear of their own power, actually. Mm. Because, and it's not as much the fear of the flaws, but the fear of the impact that you can have, actually. Astrology helps unlock so many pieces because not only it shines a light uh, to let them see the good the bad ugly (laughs) yeah everything in there um but also makes it no longer being scary because you Mm. start to see how all not not only the pieces separate but how they fit together how uh they can create a beautiful masterpiece because it's not i'm this but i am this no it's i'm this and i am this and together this is a superpower or together I get to create this. And knowing that there's a purpose, there's a path beneath uh, behind all of this, that all the things are beautifully written and structured so that you can try and that you not only get to try, you are supposed to, you're not supposed to suffer and feel guilty about Getting things easy, actually, that's the normal state. We make it more complicated. So we do, yeah. So when you get to that um, dharma, you could say things can get a lot easier and be beautiful.
0: I agree. You know, so many of us have old life. I like to call them rules, (laughs) bull blank rules. I'm not gonna cuss um but crap rules and when we transform our crap rules into our true and supportive and empowering life rules life can really change our experience of business can change for example one of those rules that we're sort of talking about right now is work has to be hard our business has to be hard success has to be difficult I have to be sweating and have at least a couple of tears in my eye by the time I finish this. Otherwise there's no value to it. I truly believe that that is not true. I have to remind myself on occasion of that. Hey, I'm human. When you're truly working in your zone of genius and the zone of genius is really the unique intersection of, doing what you are passionate about, doing what people need and doing what people will pay you for. Right. When you're in that zone of genius, the work flows. Yeah. It feels, it should feel easy. And you should feel that sense of just being fully immersed in your purpose.
1: Yeah, and that's the other thing that we talked about uh, energy on the other episode. To make it really tangible, that's exactly what you were saying here. Mm. Just notice how long and how hard, how long it takes and how hard it feels to do something that you're not passionate about. And then how long it takes and how easy it is to do something that you love doing that is in your zone of genius. And that energizes you. Feel how the energy you have after doing this as well. is different, that's the energy. Yeah. You can experience energy. Doing
0: something that you um, aren't passionate about and have to force your way through, you're using a whole lot more energy for a whole lot less return. You know, hey, you may get money, but boy, you're exhausted. And boy, boy, it feels like your soul has been sucked right out of your body. And so that energy, (laughs) the quality of that energy is different from doing something that you're good at, that you love doing, that just like the passion just pushes you through it. You're, You're feeling pulled through the work instead of having to push your way through it and yeah. when you emerge on the other side of that passionate work you still feel like you have more energy to spend yeah and you've just had a really amazing expansive experience
1: yeah that takes to my uh second takeaway uh, which was entrepreneurship is a spiritual path mm. uh and that is not only because you're going to be finding so much about you when you uh, really get to create something that is uniquely yours, but also uh, it requires us to fully trust and have an open mind uh, to keep taking inspired action. You Often the best moves in our business are not the logical ones, are not the carefully planned, are not the ones that um we had in our five-year plan or something like that are the ones that came through an insight and inspiration like you heard something in your head or in your ear and i need to do this and you go and sometimes it's completely scary and it makes no sense but you take the leap you take the risk you do something that your mentors wouldn't recommend And that's where uh, you actually reap the rewards and things get easier and you find the most meaning in your work.
0: That is so beautiful. That is so beautiful. And it is true because entrepreneurship is not a path for the weak. It's not a path for people who aren't fully committed to creating their success there are many people who like to call themselves entrepreneurs but when it comes down to it they quit early they quit too early and entrepreneurship to me is it's failing up all right it's when there's really no such thing as failure because failure means like you're done it's over life is over there's really no such thing as failure. There is, you are not getting the results that you anticipated. Yeah. And how can you create an edit to that? You know, you're, you're learning third learning moments. And okay. it's the resilience of, of continuing to get up.
1: Yeah. As long as you don't give up, there's no such thing as failure.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you need to switch direction. Sometimes you yes. need to, I'm going to use a piece of jargon that I think people have heard too much of during the season, but I'm going to use it anyway. Pivot. <laughs> um, people are going to need to pivot and find a, the direction that looks more like success. Really, it is a spiritual practice. Entrepreneurship is. Tell me more about that.
1: Yeah, so every time in business, actually, following formulas has always been the risky thing but even more now, because up until a few years ago, following formulas was giving you some results, Um, but maybe some results that wasn't that as fulfilling, as satisfying, but they were giving results. This won't work anymore. Uh, The safest thing to do right now, uh, and if you want to make sure that Things always work is following our own intuition, even when it doesn't make sense, is having that trust uh, and open minded- mindedness because things are always changing and uh, the world is fast, fastly changing right now, even more. We are going, even in astrology, uh, I could talk about this. We are going from a world where the structures were more important and Having the systems in place and doing things by a certain traditional way was the way to go into a world where collaboration and having that uh, connectedness with other people and sharing is more valuable. Uh, We're going into a world where meaning is more valued than uh, just the actual goods. So authenticity is more valued than perfection. So mm-hmm. we need to acknowledge that that even the big businesses are actually going to shift and us as online entrepreneurs we have an actual advantage in this because we are people. We are the faces yeah. of our businesses and it's a matter of trusting and creating that confidence uh, to step up and show up bigger and not hold yourself back, feeling like what people are going to think of me or am um, too much uh, that was mine uh, for people. And being able to fully embrace every piece of you and be whole in your business.
0: I love what you just said, showing up as your whole self, both the parts of you that feel like not good enough and the parts that feel too big, like too much, you know, people can't take the real me when (laughs) in reality they're craving the real you. And I also love what you said and why I called it out about following formulas is a risky thing to do. And in entrepreneurship, because it is such a risky venture, because your entrepreneurship is basically creating something brand new yeah. that has never existed before. You're you're creating a solution to a specific problem. And for years, and even now, um, there is... You look online hey i need to learn how to do something and people are showing learn my um, five-step technique to do such and such to create um, yeah. your next 100 um, customers to get these leads to do this um, to do that huh. and we're looking at how other people have created success for themselves and there's still value in that because you know you you need to learn from others like what they've created and how they've created it but what i think is important to know and to realize for ourselves that our audience our potential customers are going to look different yeah. from the guru or the teacher that we're learning
1: from yeah, not not only the audience is going to be unique, you are unique. You're not the same as the guru who taught you the five steps, whatever, to do blank. And the fact is, anytime you're following a formula, specifically formulas for your own business, you're actually five years behind. Because that was done and created and worked at the time it was created. When someone creates a formula, it didn't exist before. So why can't you create your own formula? Mm -hmm. And the truth is, of course, we can use formulas and systems to uh, send emails, for example, or to uh, whatever automations that are not uh fundamentally uh the base of your business but you can follow formulas to create your own success because you have a unique success code within you and Mm -hmm. you need to uh, account for that you have your own superpowers as you said trina and those things are going to impact on how you create success which is different from someone else so
0: yeah. And I, I have a personal sh- a story to share. Uh, years ago, and I would look at somebody else's business and feel a little jealousy because I'm, I want that. I want that kind of success. And then I really sat down with myself and I said, do you really want exactly that? Do you want the exact kind of business? Do you want the exact kind of clients? Do you have, want to live the exact kind of life as this person that you look up to. And I sat down and was really truthful with myself. It's like, well, no, you know, I don't want to live there. I don't want to have this kind of, that kind of experience. I want it to be a little different. I want to have my own unique spin to it. You know, I want to have these kind of clients instead. And because what I was really looking at was the the money, the freedom, mm-hmm. the bigger things that I could see. And so that sort of taught me what was really important. And for me, the, my values of freedom, connection, um, were what were really important to me.
1: Yeah, that and that goes back to that trust and open-mindedness. You know the end result that you want? How you're going yep. to get there? We need to be open to the possibilities. It doesn't have to be exactly the way someone else created success. That's something that yeah. uh, in the I mentioned to you uh, offline that um, starting a mastermind next week. Uh, we, we, yes,
0: that's so exciting. Yeah, we
1: pre-started it uh, in the new moon uh, in Taurus. We created a ceremony in the new moon. Um, but it officially starts uh, next week and that's what we're doing there it's for entrepreneurs who are creating their own path and they are ready to not follow formulas but follow what's right for them and it's beautiful to see already how much being open to break the rules and create their own mm. rules is impacting their business even though we are just uh two weeks in the conversations and we haven't actually fully started yet and even me creating this mastermind um which is the hotlight sisterhood the, the name uh it was me following my own path and breaking the rules because it doesn't even run as a regular mastermind we have a lot of um creation space in it and uh we're going to be doing radiance rituals as i like to call because as i talked to you um we need to ump the energy to be able to put all our energy in what we create when we infuse our energy in what we create it the content becomes magnetic people can feel the energy behind So it will be a lot of really working with uh, umping the energy to channel that into everything we do.
0: That sounds amazing. That sounds amazing. And this episode will likely air after you run that mastermind. I would love um, at some point for you to return to talk about what the mastermind was like Mm. and the kinds of results that people experienced. Um, and potentially when you're running your next one, because I think um, I probably have some some listeners who are interested in learning more about it.
1: Yeah, for sure. I would love that.
0: Fantastic! And listeners, I'll be sharing how to get in touch with Lais in the show notes. And oh, that's right, you also have a free gift for my audience and. I know I love <laughs> Yeah, And so tell me a little bit about what you have for my listeners.
1: So it's uh, a two astrology secrets to captivate and shine from the inside out. And as you get not only how you gain energy and vitality and radiance, for your sign so uh whenever you're creating something you're going live you're doing a video or something like that that you need more energy uh you know how to do it in there you also get to know how you captivate how people see you in your best and how you can express the best of you in this and you can get it in your captivatingbrand.com gift
0: Awesome. And that link will be in the show notes. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Ladies, it has been such a pleasure again to talk with you. And I look forward to having further conversations with you as time goes on.
1: Looking forward to it as well, Trina. That was so cool.
0: I'm so glad you were able to join me today. And folks, on Wednesday of this week, I have a special long episode to share with you. I had the honor of speaking with Barry Reeves on a few topics regarding racial justice and equality. Barry Reeves is the founder of Change Factory Live. He is an organization and training and diversity and inclusion strategist with 25 years experience leading and managing teams, projects, and engagements in government and nonprofit organizations. He is in the people business. He deeply understands that an organization is only as good as the people who make up the organization. His commitment and values are about seeing the people of an organization transformed into the team that can accomplish anything. Please join Barry and me on Wednesday, folks. You won't want to miss it. Hey, thanks for listening. I truly hope you got something out of this episode that you can immediately implement in your life or business. If so, one of the easiest ways you can help me and multiply your impact is to please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast and help me reach other heart-centered and socially conscious entrepreneurs like you. As a special thank you, when you leave your rating and review, you'll win a 15-minute free consultation meeting with me to talk specifically about your business. Just send me an email with an image or a screenshot of your rating and we'll schedule the time. Thanks again and be awesome.